Episode 30 Outside the Land of Promise Genesis 13 verses 1 to 11 Even before he had gone to Egypt, Abram was already wealthy and had servants and goods. But while he was in Egypt, his wealth increased even more when Pharaoh took his wife, Sarai. When he did, he treated Abram well and gave him a great deal. The heaviness of wealth, such as Abram had, is something that requires great care, or it becomes a burden too heavy to manage, and the blessing can easily become a curse. Solomon, the richest man ever to live, gives this thought on wealth. He who loves silver will not be satisfied with silver, nor he who loves abundance with increase. This also is vanity. When goods increase, they increase who eat them. So what profit have the owners except to see them with their eyes? The sleep of a labouring man is sweet, whether he eats little or much, but the abundance of the rich will not permit him to sleep. Ecclesiastes 5 verses 10 to 12 What God favours is our faith, not our stuff. Verse 3 He left southern Canaan and went back to Bethel. He went where he had camped before, between Bethel and Ai. It was the place where Abram had built an altar before, so he worshipped the Lord there. Despite being a man of great wealth and power, his eyes are right where they should be, focused on him. If we can just learn from faithful people like this, then our lives will be so much better off. Verse 5. During this time Lot was travelling with Abram. Lot also had many sheep, cattle and tents. Abram and Lot had so many animals that the land could not support both of them together. Abram's herders and Lot's herders began to argue. The Canaanites and the Perizzites were living in the land at this time. As unlikely as this story may seem, especially considering that more than 6 million people live there today, it's not that tough to imagine. First, whatever lands a person moves into need to be cleared and they need to be maintained. And also, it says that the Canaanites and the Perizzites lived in the land too. Any land they'd cleared would be land they claimed and Abram and Lot would do their best to not interfere with them. These people moved there before they did and would have established communities and more people than them. Verse 8 So Abram said to Lot, There should be no arguing between you and me. Your herders and mine should not argue either. We are brothers. We should separate. The whole land is there in front of you. If you go to the left... I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. God already promised to Abram that his descendants would possess the land. So why should he worry about the decision Lot made? Whatever he decided wouldn't affect what God had already determined, and this is true for each of us. God has already promised eternal life to anyone who has called on Jesus. It is done. He's already given us a sealing of the Spirit. And the Lord is already building us a home that we can rest in. Verse 10. Lot looked all around and saw the whole Jordan Valley. He saw that there was much water there. It was like the Lord's garden, like the land of Egypt in the direction of Zoar. 
This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose to move east and live in the Jordan Valley. In this way, Abram and Lot separated. Lot probably didn't take long in making his decision. He looked toward the plain of the Jordan, where the land was lush and well watered. Unlike the other areas of the land, which were highly dependent on the rain cycle, the plain of the Jordan received water and nutrients from the Jordan as it flowed south. Instead of worrying about famines, which sent them to Egypt in the first place, there would be a much better chance of having grass and crops even when there was no rain. A possible translation in this verse, like the Lord's garden, like the land of Egypt, is that it is not two comparisons, but one. In other words, this is the spot where the garden of the Lord was, and the land of Egypt is being compared to it. Adam was created, and then was placed in the Garden of Eden. When he disobeyed, he was sent east of Eden, and Cain went further east, to the land of Nod. After the flood, the same area that Cain went to is where Nimrod went, but God called Abram back to the place where the Garden of Eden was. And this is the same land where God's presence dwelt in the temple, and where Jesus walked, and it is the same place which will look very similar to this period again in the millennial reign of Christ. According to Ezekiel chapter 47, the man brought me out through the outer north gate, and he led me around outside to the outer east gate. The water was coming out on the south side of the gate. The man went toward the east with a line in his hand. He measured about a third of a mile. Then he led me through water that came up to my ankles. The man measured about a third of a mile again. Then he led me through water that came up to my knees. Then he measured about a third of a mile again. And he led me through water up to my waist. The man measured about a third of a mile again. But it was now a river that I could not cross. The water had risen too high. It was deep enough for swimming. It was a river that no one could cross. The man asked me, human being, do you see this? Then the man led me back along the bank of the river. As I went back, I saw many trees on both sides of the water. The man said to me, this water will flow toward the eastern areas. It will go down into the Jordan Valley. When the water enters the Dead Sea, it will become fresh. And everywhere the river goes, there will be so many animals and fish. Wherever this water goes, the Dead Sea will become fresh. So where the river goes, there will be many living things. Fishermen will stand by the sea from En Gedi all the way to En Eglaim will become a place to spread fishing nets. There will be many kinds of fish in the Dead Sea. There will be as many kinds of fish as there are in the Mediterranean Sea. But the swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They will be left for salt. All kinds of fruit trees will grow on both banks of the river. Their leaves will not dry and die. The trees will have fruit every month because the water for them comes from the temple. The fruit from the trees will be for food. And their leaves will be for medicine. The land of Israel is where all things started. And it is the place where all things will find completion.
No wonder the whole world has and will continue to covet this land and to come against it. It is where the Lord dwells and where his favoured people live. It is where those who have trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ will return with the Lord as he inaugurates his coming kingdom. Just as Abraham knew that the land would be his, every one of us who has accepted Jesus has a better promise, one of glory that will never fade away. Hallelujah and Amen.